This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. I think it's your turn. It's my turn. Well then, mm-hmm. let's do this. All right. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast. This is episode number 108. I am your host, Peter Nicolaitis, and joining me as always is my co-host, Adam Bell. Hey, Peter. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It's uh, Friday afternoon. It's a little rainy up here in the greater Boston area, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, it's uh, not horrible. How about yourself? I'm doing, uh, today I'm doing well. <laughs> good. Two, two weeks ago I had the flu. Not good. Not good. That was yes. not fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not um, good. when I came back from Dallas, well, I already had, I was already kind of under the weather with just a plain head cold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's when I got my snotty pot and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which helped and then i got the flu. any wow. success or a failure to report on that uh yeah i mean it's interesting i still can't say that it's pleasant but the result I, yeah. I like the result okay uh, yeah i don't i don't recall marketing it as pleasant so I'm yeah not... <laughs> no no you 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 did okay. not ever say it was pleasant okay i just want to <laughs> make sure i was gonna say you make it trying to live up to expectations here, but yeah. I, don't think I said it was pleasant yeah over uh, time i mean eventually it might be kind of you know it can, it can feel kind of good but mm-hmm. uh yeah so yeah he's talking about a neti pot and uh you know pumping salt water through your sinuses yeah. Uh, yeah. That, and uh, so I first, actually didn't uh-huh. use the uh, salt. Um, what I was doing or was taking it in the shower with me because uh-huh. I had such a volume of crud yep. in my head. And I just take hot water and I've got plenty of chlorination and everything in our drinking water as is. And yeah, you know, I don't recommend it. That, that's that's well, going to, the salt makes it not hurt. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it didn't always feel pleasant, yeah. but, but, yeah, but it works. The, the salt makes it less unpleasant, for mm-hmm. sure. So, so, yeah, yeah. And I've seen lots of, you know, now that I've paid attention, they've got those ones that, like, have the double nozzles that go up both noses at one time and, like, squirts in one and in, sucks out of the other. And I'm like, oh, man, what's, yeah. that's just so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna pot full of snot uh it, at least with the neti pot i mean it's it's just pouring out i mean yeah exactly you, you're not catching that stuff somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, just once and one and done yeah after you after you get better proficient with it you know you can um you can play with uh adding just like a you know a, a teaspoon of hydrogen peroxide or iodine Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know, think some people do baking soda. I'm not sure exactly what that's supposed to do, mm-hmm. but um, you know, you can you can do all those things if you want once you once you get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. And if you put vinegar in there, you can foam out of your nose like Absolutely. a volcano. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yep. I would start. What I would do is I would start by snorting the baking soda. Uh huh. Right? You snort that, then you pour the vinegar into your nose. <laughs> yes. It'll be awesome. Uh, this week on 12-year-olds with blurring the lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I dare you. It'll be awesome. Uh, 
there shouldn't have to be instructions not to eat the Tide Pod. Yeah, that's no fun. That's no fun. Uh, hey, um, I just remembered something. I think I may have created a new yin yoga pose. Wow. I mean, there are like thousands of them, and now there's yeah, a thousand would, and... With, thousand and one. With, yeah, with yin, there aren't actually that many. I mean, uh, you know, I got uh, one of my students last week gave me a present. I happened to be on my birthday. And mm-hmm. so it was actually a perfectly timed birthday present, even though that wasn't his intention. Um, but I got this uh, book and it's another author's book on yin yoga, not the authors that I normally follow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it's pretty good. I haven't read through it all yet, but um, there's not a lot of new stuff in there because yin's a fairly simple practice. Um, so there's, you know, just a lot of repackaging of uh, stuff that I have seen before. But there's mm-hmm. some, some new things. And so I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool. Yeah. But um, anyway, I was looking through it and my other ones just to see. And I don't think anyone's, you know, claimed this one just yet. So you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, claiming the uh, yin yoga pose known as serpent. Okay. The reason it's serpent pose is a serpent is essentially a dragon without legs. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you may know that the dragon pose we've talked about, that's essentially a low lunge, mm-hmm. right? Where you have the, you know, one foot forward, knee bent, one, mm-hmm. the other leg outstretched behind you and the feet either planted on the ground or on blocks or maybe resting on your thighs or on your hips. Mm-hmm. Well, with serpent pose, you take that front knee to the ground. So it's mm-hmm. like swan pose, uh, swan pose or pigeon pose, mm-hmm. but instead of taking the knee and bending it out, you know, like more or less aligned with the front edge of your mat, right? It bent and aligned with more or less with the side edge of the mat. Ah, okay. So it could be a swan pose that's you know with the legs still moving, you know, more or less parallel as opposed mm-hmm. to one being perpendicular. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a dragon where the front knee just collapses and the front knee comes all the way to the ground. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, serpent pose. That's my new yin claim to fame. Or uh, it could be the basilisk. It could be the basilisk. If anyone looks at you doing the pose, they turn to stone, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah, that's, uh, so I'm kind of, kind of fun with uh, having fun with that one. And cool. um, I want to see, you know, get some more people's opinions on it. Like, okay, where do you feel it? How do you feel this? And, and so, cause I know how I feel it in my body, mm-hmm. but I don't know how other people, you know, other people are going to react to it. So, mm-hmm. well, so, in, yeah. in CrossFit now, They've got what they call, you know, they, na- they rename everything. You uh-huh. know, all cults do that. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> but so uh, they call it a ROMWOD. And I said, well, what is a yes. ROMWOD? Range of motion. Range of motion workout of the day. Yes. Uh, what it Dude, is. It's called yoga. It's called, yeah, it's called yin yoga. That's exactly what it's called. Because, <laughs> I mean, but, uh, you know, it's fine. But, but I'm actually really glad to see it being incorporated into CrossFit because a, the, a lot of the Olympic-style movements that we do uh, really require stretching before, which we, almost, we always have a warm-up. Mm-hmm. But we don't – most people don't do the warm-down and the cool-down and the stretch. And that Ramwad is really a big encourager of, of doing that. And it, but it's yin yoga. <laughs> and I mean, it's 90 seconds to three minutes, you know, on all of them, you know, and I'm yeah. like, that's pretty good. So 
It's like yin yoga light, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just did a quick uh, search. I guess it was a Bing search. I was going to say a Google search, but I'm using the new Microsoft Edge browser, and I haven't changed my uh, search engine, apparently. And uh, one of the top results I got was in uh, the uh, BJJ subreddit. Mm -hmm. And uh, the topic is Ramwad versus yoga. So someone's asking, has anyone tried it? How does it stack up to yoga? And then uh, someone says, basically, it is yoga marketed to CrossFitters. I like it, blah, blah, blah. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And then it's like, you know, it's essentially yin yoga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. So, well, cool. Yep. So yoga continues to pervade our lives. It does. It's, it's there, man. All, in all shapes and sizes. It may be our demographic. Could be. Yeah, Could as be. We, we, I used to not need it. Well, I used to not, I always needed it. I just was able to overcome it with youth. You didn't, you didn't need it as much as you do now. Yes. <laughs> yes. So speaking, I just mentioned one, one thing too, is um, Microsoft Edge. I don't remember if we've talked about it, but I am now primarily using the new Microsoft Edge as my main browser. The one with based on Chrome? The one based on Chromium. But yes, Chromium, the, the, yes. yes exactly. So okay. essentially, it's Chrome without all of the Googleness uh, added and, and with, with, with more Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So if you're more of a Hotmail type person, if you're like, you know, one of those people who's clinging to your Hotmail email address from the 90s, <laughs> or maybe a live.com or an outlook.com type of, uh, you know, uh, uh, account, and where you just think that Google has enough of your info now, you can, I, I highly recommend it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Definitely seems faster. I'm not sure. It's probably because I just don't have as much crap and cruft loaded into it yet. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's like using Chrome, but without the Google. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. I, you know, that's one thing that's keeps my Chrome at least moving fast. I only have two plugins my last pass and I actually have my Citricom click to dial, yep. but I, I very rarely have it turned on. So I've actually only got last pass in there. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, that, and that's the funny part is that's the only plugin that I've installed on my new copy of edge so far. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, but I haven't played with the thing I really want to try out though. And I found a, uh, an article on how to do it, but I haven't tried it is using the um, forcing Internet Explorer mode. So huh. if you come up to a site, for instance, that requires IE, uh, supposedly it has the ability to, I don't remember if it's an emulator or if it just spawns IE in an edge window or, or how it does it. Mm -hmm. But essentially it's like, okay, you know, surf the web, use chrome or edge here but if you find an ie site that only works in ie we'll give you ie nice so i'm like that's pretty slick you know i, I kind of like that so doesn't uh if everybody wrote an html 2.0 um we wouldn't need it or internet explorer anymore <laughs> if everyone wrote name 2.0 huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause I, yeah, I'm sure. No, I, mean, I don't, I don't even know how well IE supports HTML 2.0. I mean, <laughs> they're probably still working on that one. <sighs> so. 
Geek humor. Geek humor. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. So what yep. else you what else you gonna do today? Uh, plan is to go for a run. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed because up until about an hour ago, the forecast was calling for uh, about a little bit of rain and 50 uh, degrees. Now, and, and that was supposed to be happening at um, uh, supposed to be happening at around three o'clock when we were going to be recording. Mm-hmm. So I asked us if we could push the time up a little bit. Now it's supposed to get up to maybe 40 degrees, sorry, 48 degrees, but it's not going to happen until around four o'clock and there's a high wind advisory. Yeah. So my plan, I'm looking outside, it doesn't look great, but I did commit to another seven miler today. And mm-hmm. uh, that would be my third one this week. You're ready for, I think you're ready for a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I'm trying to maintain. So essentially I've tried to, and so far this week I've, I've done it, trying to make, you know, seven miles is my baseline right now. Mm-hmm. It's taken That's- me over an hour. You know, mm-hmm. but so it's, you know, I've got to commit to the, to it, but you know, I've got that kind of time right now. So, mm-hmm. which so, is nice. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying having this kind of time. Um, <laughs> I do, uh, you know, I did, uh, put in a proposal for another new client and, um, the, the hospital is, is courting me to come back and work with them again. Uh, so we'll have to see, you know, how that works. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're sort of haggling, you know, like terms and conditions and things. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, you know, for now I've got time. I, um, last week, for instance, I went to like two yoga classes almost every day. And, oh, nice. And, uh, when, you know, even like one day I taught one, I, like I, Went to a class, taught a class, went to and stuck around for another class. And one morning uh, I had insomnia. So I was just like, well, may as well just wake up early, go to yoga and, you know, stop fighting it. So I did. Nice. And uh, yeah. So, you know, trying to enjoy the life that, that I have right now. And I, I think I'm doing okay <laughs> at that, at that, you know, at that ambition anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, we all ought to strive to enjoy the life that we have right now. <laughs> I mean, no matter what it is, on a serious note, as you were just mentioning, that is true. I mean, you, you, none of us knows how long we're going to have it. So try to enjoy what you got while you got it. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, I think we're still entitled to get a little PO'd from time to time. (laughs) 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 Oh, brother. Yeah. So I've been kind of ticked off at uh, the lack of customer service again. And this is not the first time we've talked about this on our podcast. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, not not at all. So first off, a somewhat happy one. Uh, A couple weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, Sonos dropped the bomb and said, hey, if you're one of our many, many people who have invested hundreds or thousands of dollars in your premier wireless home entertainment audio system, guess what? You're out of luck. Uh, we're dropping support for your old garbage that we don't want to support anymore. <laughs> and it's just not going to work anymore. Have fun. Yeah. It's not going to work out. It's, it's not us. It's you. It's you. It's you. (laughs) And uh, so essentially what they were saying is they were going to drop support for their older stuff. And that did happen to include the first unit that I bought, which is the Sonos play five first generation, Mm -hmm. uh, which I paid uh, five, 600 bucks for. 
back in the day. How, how, what year was that? 2012. Well, that's not, I mean, seven years. I mean, seven eight, years eight. for a computer. If you look at it as a computer, mm-hmm. not bad. If you look at it as home stereo equipment, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know? so fortunately there was backlash and I think it was maybe two days or so later. They're like, you spoke, we heard you, your stuff won't just magically stop working. <laughs> You know, and I thought about it. Essentially, I know what you know was going on. It's like the engineers are saying, "Look, this is old crap. We don't want to support it anymore. It's hard, right? These machines. You know, mm-hmm. they're essentially, they're all little Linux boxes. Mm-hmm. You can even see one back in the corner there, in the little black box. That's the the Play One, right, right there. If you're looking mm-hmm. at the video, and I've got two Play Threes here in the room with me, and I've got a Play Five, and I've got their sound bar, the Beam, and you know. I, I've spent a lot of money on these things, right? Yeah. Now, some days I regret it, but back in the day when I bought it, it was the best thing going. Um, it's definitely, you know, the tech has had its shortcomings, but it's like I've invested so much into it now. Mm-hmm. If I buy anyone's new speaker, it's not going to work with it. So it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a chore to, to break, you know, because they own you. They own me. <laughs> So, um, a lot of people spoke up and they said, okay, we're not going to do it. But, you know, essentially they're like, no, if you have this old system anymore, it's just going to stop working. Um, you can choose not to receive updates, but, you know, very rapidly services will stop working because we're not going to support anything, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I was like, look, even if you had to just dumb it down, just make the old things receivers, Right. So mm-hmm. all they are, they're, they're not going to be managing stuff. They're just going to be just like repeaters to play the audio. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But for them to come out and just like, nope, it's all dying. You know, I think that the Sonos community was justified in, in being, you know, infuriated at this. And uh, we spoke up and, hey, I think, you know, good things are happening. So mm-hmm. go us. <laughs> so, um, Do so you that pay was a subscription? No, it's not a subscription unless, of course, you look at it as, well, you have to buy new, new equipment every few years, in which case it sort of becomes one. They, they want it to kind of be like a subscription. Yeah. You know, yeah. They want to treat it like a subscription. So, um, so anyway, that was, uh, that was the, the good news. So I, was, I was happy that we had a, you know, a positive turnout from, mm-hmm. uh, from that one. Tesla, on the other hand fail <laughs> okay um you know they're they're just not getting it right they have claimed their um their uh um um executives months ago you know issued this statement saying our customer service woes are all fixed everything's great <laughs> We bought a brand new AI that's going to fix all your customer issues. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the, the problem is now, is like when I first got the car, I could call. They had, you know, uh, assistance. They had roadside assistance, but they also have just like a support hotline. Now, keep in mind, at the bare minimum, you, these are people driving around with $35,000 and up computer systems. All right. That's a big computer. It is a big computer. It's a big, it's actually, it's a big computer network. It's actually a big network of computers. Yeah. That's what we've got that we're driving around in. People need support with text with these things, 
right? Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that now is to make an appointment <laughs> through the Tesla app. I knew you were going to say that. I just knew it. I was like, what's the worst way? An app. Yeah, it's not, I can't even chat with an AI in the stupid app, right? <laughs> the only option I have is to make an appointment. Now, follow me on this. Let's assume, uh, now what's happened is two or three times I've made these appointments and they've been able to, they've texted me and say, hi, this is Tesla service. Can we troubleshoot this remotely? Which is great. But I don't know that they're going to be able to do that. They used to also, like my first year when I bought it, when I bought the car in 2017, I had some problems with it. Um, they sent out roadside assistance, like on its maiden voyage. And then we talked about this on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But they, so they had to send a you know, tow truck out to ferry me back from New Hampshire. Okay, fine. So then we came back and uh, they needed to have the car brought in for service. They sent a valet and left me a Model X as a loaner. Right. So, okay, fine. That's acceptable. Right. Mm -hmm. Then they introduced mobile service and they're like, for most things, we can send a tech to you, but not for everything. And now, so then like uh, a couple months ago, uh, I had to bring my car in and they said, uh, you know, do you need a loaner? I'm like, well, how long is the repair going to be? Well, it turned out that they needed the car for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. So yes, they gave me a loaner. Okay, great. <laughs> So, you know, I still had to drive all the way. They, so no valet, right? We don't do that anymore. Why? Because demand. Too many cars on the road. Too many Teslas on the road. Too many people need the valet service, so we're not doing it anymore. Translation, we're trying to cut costs. Mm -hmm. Great. And mobile service wasn't an option. Wonderful. So I have to drive there. And, you know, I'm like in Boston traffic, that's like a 30 to 60 minute drive each way to go bring mm -hmm. the car in. So last week I had to bring the car, or two weeks ago, I bring it in. No valets, no loaners available, but we'll call you an Uber. <laughs> we'll call you an Uber. <laughs> well, what they really did first was they gave me a, an Uber, Uber, uh, Uber, an Uber credit. Oh, so okay. They're like, here's a credit for one ride. Here's the problem. I'm one of those happy people who said, F you Uber a couple years ago and deleted my account. Yeah. They won't let me make a new one. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're like, Oh, you're, um, you know, which goes, goes to prove that they didn't really delete my account. Yeah. They have my record on file because they know they're like, Oh, this uh, phone number is already associated with someone else. So <laughs> I couldn't do that. So they called me the Uber. Okay, fine. Actually, I take that back though. No, wait, yeah, yeah, they, it was Uber, it was Uber. I asked them if they could use Lyft instead. They're like, no, we used to use Lyft, but now we use Uber. Well, that's good. You're in bed with the more evil of the two companies. Good for you. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I got home. Of course, I had to go back and get the car. Again, no way to communicate with them. So I can't say, hey guys, can you send me a, an Uber to pick me up? No, I had to get there on my own. <laughs> you know, I had to pay like 20 bucks to get back to the, you know, to the car and pick it up picked up the car um they said that the keys for the car was in the car it was not <laughs> i couldn't find it they closed so i had to go home and make a new support ticket <laughs> to get my key back 
But wait, there's more. The other issue is like, I brought it in for three or four different issues. They fixed one of them. So it was like, all right, you know, description, customer is angry. (laughs) That's the first problem. (laughs) Number one, I just was there. You still have my key fob. I need that back. Number two, you know, I just went through it. Boom, 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 boom. And uh, last, uh, I think it was like two day, Tuesday, two, a few days ago, they uh, texted me and said, hi, this is Uber service, you know, like, can, you know, what can we help you with? And one of the issues was that the thing was stuck um, downloading software updates. And it was, the, the weird thing was like, it said that it's on version 2020, oh, blah, 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 downloading version 2019, blah, blah, blah. So it had the new version installed, but it was perpetually stuck in download. And every now and then, I couldn't figure out exactly when because these are all essentially gray boxes now. You've got very little visibility into them. Um, It's not like I could troubleshoot the thing. The only option I have is like literally reboot the car or maybe connect to or disconnect from Wi-Fi. So, you know, I can't like see running processes. There's no troubleshooter that I have. You know, there's, there's like no options here. So uh, the only option is to make a new support case. So I did mm-hmm. and they cleared it up. Okay, fine. So now it's working and now I have some new features, which is kind of cool. Like if I get a, uh, a text message while I'm driving, I can have it show up in the console, you know, oh. in the little, uh, like in the heads up display area. Yeah. And you can dictate a response. But apparently one of the bugs that came along with the new version is the uh, voice control button on the uh, steering wheel no longer works. Hmm. So the like beep call Adam Bell doesn't work anymore. Now this time at least the like, and you may recall that the last two service appointments I had brought in was because of button related issues on the steering wheel. Yeah. This time it's a software bug. Oh, great. Okay. Right. Well, that can be so, fixed easily. Right, except they have no del- no uh, no uh, announced date for when that might happen. So, great. man, thanks again. Your car feels like what I do every day. Yes. Now, and that's the thing. <laughs> Remember when I bought this car? I said I'm used to dealing with buggy technology, right? <laughs> and I am. But again, this is like. The VAS, it's vehicle as a service. Yeah, but man. I've got no, no like visibility into this. It's like a cloud service. My car is out there in the cloud, right? (laughs) You are not an administrator. I am not an administrator. That's the problem. (laughs) So all I can do is do what I do best, which is log a support ticket and explain the ticket, you know, the issues to the person and, and, you know, essentially have more of an understanding of the problem than the person on the other end. But not, that's not even the case in this because it's a totally new system to me that I don't have any exposure to. So all I can do is be a stupid customer and just say, stuff not working <laughs> and waiting. Now you might, might say though, okay, but you log a ticket with the, you know, within the app and then they get back to you. What's the problem? Well, the problem is you don't know when they're actually going to get back to you. And, you know, like you might actually have to drive the car in for service. And sometimes you don't know until the day of, like, because I've had them set and like the day of the service, they, they said, oh, we can send a mobile tech for you instead. Would you like that? Or, oh, we can do this all, all over the air, you know, do this online. Would you prefer that? 
But until then, if you are that type, you have to take time off from work. You have to plan and, you know, cancel your day, maybe arrange for childcare. Who knows? Because you don't Mm -hmm. know what you're in for. Mm So I'm going to try to end the rant right now, but essentially, no, Tesla, your customer service woes are not completed. They're not finished. They're not eliminated. They're not a thing of the past. I could, you know, I've got a 19 year old Chevy truck that guzzles gas and I mean, but it just keeps running. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But can it do zero to 60 in 4.3 seconds? Off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I think mine would beat you on that. I don't know how much your Chevy truck weighs, but my car weighs over two tons. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's, no, it's not over two tons. Yeah, because uh, I went to the I went to the dump recently, and you uh, you weigh in. You gotta weigh in, yeah. Yeah, tear tear your car before you uh, drive <laughs> on it. Oh, all right. right. Just keep, it keeps running, and there there are no computers in it other than what I bring. Although it does have its main computer that controls. I mean, it's not an interactive computer, but it is a computer that controls all the fuel injection, the you know. All that stuff. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. I've, I've ranted for some time. You want to go now? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to complain about taxes a little bit, you know, because it is oh. tax season. Oh, it is tax season. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. – let's, let's, let, now, does this, is this a customer service-related gripe, or are you just going to gripe about taxes? Just, just in general, not a oh, customer okay. services. Yeah, no. Okay. I, yeah. I, I'm just it's – it's such a pain – that I had to spend $2,000 with my CPA to make sure that my taxes were done right. Um, I mean, and that, that's, that's not paying one penny of the taxes that I owe. No. That's just making sure that it's, that it's, it's compliant, it's done right. Uh, and, and mine is not, my business is not that complicated. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm a service, you know, I've got service. I sell some hardware. I sell some software. I pay some sales tax. I pay employees, you know, it's not, you know, I, it's not complicated. It's not as complicated as some businesses really get. I do all that minus the employees. Yeah. Right now we're just, you know, I'm, I'm outsourcing it all to contractors and, uh, you know, affiliate third parties, but I, I feel you. Yeah. But I, I used to have plenty of employees, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but to spend $2,000 just to make sure that you're doing it right. And, and to me, it's worth it because if I get audited, you know, it'll be, you know, like, well, it cost me 2000 but it's right and it's legal. And, you know, all the, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. You know, back to that old, sure do wish we had a flat tax. You look how much I made. Send it in. Send it in based <laughs> on that percentage. Just that's it. <laughs> but that's not fair. Because if someone is making more than you, they should pay more than you. Aha. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard that argument. Yeah. <laughs> 25 like, you, you understand though, but if you know if that person makes 10 million and I make 1 million and they spend they put in 10% and I put in 10%, they're putting in as much as I made. That's <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of 
Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not one of those people that is, uh, you know, somebody made so much money and I hate them for that. I'm not one of those people, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, good for them. I mean, they figured out a way they, you know, you didn't just, it's not legal to steal it. It's not legal to perform crimes or monopolies to make money. And if they unless do, they, Congress, uh, unless Congress approves it, in which case it's called the law and then it is legal. Well, yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how it works. You know? like, yeah. Great, thanks. So, mm-hmm. so but anyway, but yeah, so I, I guess your taxes are going fine this year or you haven't started yet. I've been collecting all my stuff for them and I'm mm-hmm. anticipating simpler because for the first time this year, I don't have a corporate tax return to file. Yeah. For the first time since 1996. Uh-huh. Um, so it's just an extra schedule for Paradigm as an LLC this time around. Mm-hmm. So that would be interesting. Hopefully cheaper. Yeah. You'll see. So. Well, and mine got a little more complicated because for estate planning, I made Elizabeth my partner because I didn't realize, I mean, I thought everything that I owned you know, if it's in my will, everything I owned and who I am and everything automatically goes over to my wife. Not my business. No, who gets your business? <laughs> the state gets to decide who gets my business. She Unless would, you explicitly tell them? Even in the will, uh, she doesn't get ownership of it. it. It will go to her after it goes through probate. Okay. Well, to make sure that you don't owe anything or, or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And what business doesn't owe anything? I mean, right. <laughs> you got to make sure that you pay the, the government first, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but if, if she's your business partner, then she owns it. Yeah. Right? She's 50, 50 partner. You know, I, anything happens to me, she can, she's got it. So. Got it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Good for you and her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've dealt with or been watching my, my father deal with stuff like that for some time now with, you know, respect to my mom and, you know, the power of attorney and all that stuff. And just, yes, yeah, it's, it's amazing the kind of, you know, like hoops that he's got to join in and, mm-hmm. you know, go through to, to keep all, you know, their finances straight. And I just, you know, to put it in perspective, my dad doesn't know how to send an email attachment <laughs> all right. And he's getting all these forms that he has to file and stuff. Now, to be fair, he does, he too soon immediately assumes, I don't know what this, you know, I can't do this and throws his hands up in the air. Like he gets an email, he'll forward it to me and say, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. What the email you send me say? Well, I don't know. I'm like, well, you start by reading it. And then once you get back to me with your questions, maybe I can help. But I'm not going to like read your email for you, dad. You've got to at least make that effort. But that said, some of these, you know, forms and filing deadlines and all this crap that's going on uh, with, you know, with the courts and stuff like that. It's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Medicare, Medicaid. And I mean, I firmly believe that we have a ton of extra legislation and hoops and stuff that people need to jump through to keep them in business, Mm -hmm. you know, just to perpetuate this. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Complicated. The parts of living in a complicated society. Yeah. So, yay, raw, happy, happy. How about some happy stuff then? Uh, 
I placed I placed an Amazon order for the first time in a while a couple of days ago. Okay. Ordered myself a new Fire TV Cube. Okay. So essentially twice as much memory, you know, faster than the Fire TV stick that I had. Mm-hmm. And I had the Fire TV stick 4K. Now I've got the Cube 4K. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, it's a little, it's already a little faster and I'm going to take the old one. My girlfriend doesn't know it yet, but she's got a older Samsung smart TV. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just make it smarter by not using its built-in smarts. Yep. And just <laughs> use the Fire TV stick instead. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun. But uh, I also bought myself some um, running socks, some toe socks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, upgrade brand. So you can't really see it right now. I mean, I guess I can't get my <laughs> Almost. I step pretty far back. There you go. <laughs> but I got toe socks on now. So I'm going to run with those for the first time. So that'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Let's see what that is. Um, cool. Also bought some mundane things like some soap and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and a, uh, a gun. Yeah, where's the gun? The gun hasn't shown up yet. Uh, a gun to shoot my girlfriend's cats with. <laughs> Is it a Nerf gun? A... Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a popper something or rather. What the heck's it called? Um, uh, ah, I got to find it. And I got to figure out, though, too. So I just realized that they said that all three boxes were delivered, but only two have shown up yet. So we didn't get the, uh, hmm. the, the, the popper attack whatever gun. It's pretty cool. It, it you know, holds like uh, 12, 12 balls, mm-hmm. Nerf-style things, because one of her cats is just a handful, to say the least. Uh-huh. And uh, so, you know, I said, you know, we got to get like some kind of, you know, like Nerf gun or a ping pong. Actually, I wanted a ping pong gun, you know, shoot them with ping pong balls. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned this to my girlfriend, expe- expecting that she's going to say, no, no, that's cruel. You can't do that. Her response was, <laughs> get one that holds a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. That one's still out for delivery. I bought the Atomic Popper 12X Rapid Fire Foam Ball Blaster Gun. <laughs> Shoots up to 12 foam balls, ages four and up. Uh, I'm, yes. I'm kind of jealous. I wish I had, uh, you know, these kind of toys when I was a kid. I mean, my you know gun was a dart with a with a suction cup on the end yes. plastic and you loaded it and then pa-kink, shot pa-kink. once yes <laughs> yes oh, we, we had those too now here's the thing did you uh, do you ever get you know swag from vendors like because i don't know that uh cyber reason um uh, a couple of years ago uh-huh. they were sending me these guns Mm-hmm. And uh, they weren't the, the, they were like Nerf, um, you know, like Nerf shells. So they're like yeah. little round, you know, like little things like this, as opposed to what I bought for the cat is, you know, like balls. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they were, um, you know, we, we we're, we were still doing those. They're, they're still pretty nerfy mm-hmm. kind of things. Um, but yeah, I got a couple of those, but I wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't allowed to keep them and I was supposed to send them back to the, you know, because of like some sort of conflict of interest policy. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So I gave them my godson and his cousin <laughs> instead so they can shoot themselves, you know, have fun with that. <laughs> well, and, you know, 
And I like those, uh, you know, they're advertised on TV. I don't know if there was a super, I don't know if it was a Super Bowl commercial with grandma had like a great big nerf, you know, the ones that just have multiple pop, 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 you know, where they sh- they're shooting the little yes. foam with a slight suction cup on the front. I'm like, man, exactly. that'd be fun. Wish I had boys. I'd sneak up on and shoot them in the head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My girls would probably do it now, but they, uh, yeah, it's just not as fun with being, I don't know. It would have been more fun as a kid than it is as an adult. <laughs> you know, I don't know. These could, these could be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully I'll have that today. Um, you know, of course I had to look and see like what other things like, you know, sponsored based on what's in your cart. Um, there's a, uh, uh, little, uh, wrist rocket slingshot, mm-hmm. um, some toy hand grenades, <laughs> uh a lot of oh little uh three eighths inch 10 10 millimeter plastic balls to use with the uh slingshots uh-huh what could possibly go wrong <laughs> so i bought a um a real slingshot a uh uh i think it's airman or air something uh but but it's a real slingshot where you've got you hold it you've got a grip and then it it comes under your over your arm and then you yeah. pull it way back oh, yeah. and you'll put you can put steel shot in it i mean and like hunt with it but they've got now uh, well when i i mean they've had a while now um clay balls so you could shoot target with them with the clay balls <laughs> Yeah, do, and or do they shatter? What are they? Yeah, they shatter, or they're you know they're biodegradable if they don't shatter, rather than uh, using the metal. Because I bought them because the deer in my were coming into my yard and eating my wife's plants. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I want to shoot the deer, but I don't. Well, y- you don't shoot a rifle in a residential neighborhood. <laughs> Not without. <laughs> consequences yeah yeah even if it were deer season you still don't do it uh so but i wanted a way and i really didn't want to kill the deer um i just and i really didn't want i don't want to harm them like maim them or like shoot them the the heck off your lawn right i just want them off my lawn so it's like this is perfect these clay balls will you know i'll shoot them and they'll go you know and they'll jump and they'll go away you know how many deer i've shot with that thing I'm going to go with zero. Yeah. But every, every spring I come out in, on the deck and, and shoot it for a bit and just have fun. And so I went to buy this spring when I pulled it out, this, the strap or the rubber band was, was dead. I mean, dry rotted. Yeah. Okay. Well then I'll get another one. So I went to Amazon and I could get a new one, a new strap for like $14. Or I could get a whole new slingshot for nine. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting a whole new slingshot because that makes more sense. Disposable <laughs> society, right? You just throw it away. Don't like it? Throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so cool. Cool. What else we got? Uh, I, I think we're off script now. We're, I think we're, we're ready. Well, you we're know freewheeling now. We're freewheeling. <laughs> well, we should, we should probably call it so that I can actually do this run. I was kind of disappointed for like a few minutes, about 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, but we had sun out back just for a little bit. 
Mm-hmm. But it's gone. It's uh, looks like it's 46 degrees now, and it's still supposed to get a couple degrees warmer. Yeah. Well, cool. So I'm gonna go and uh, you know, wish me luck. This is my uh, this is the first time in a row that I've you know <laughs> done three in a row of this length. So mm-hmm. it's not the first time I've run this far, but it's the first time I've done it this many times repeatedly. So. Uh, well, it'll be good for you because uh, then you can feel good about eating. Tonight's your cheat night, right, isn't it? Uh, cheatish day. I mean, my cheat days and nights have sort of been coming more often than I've been running again now. Now, <laughs> yeah, now that you have a little bit of latitude. And, you know. A little bit of wiggle room. Yeah, it's like I don't feel so much about it. But, yeah, the, the holidays and my birthday. Oh, that's right. I had a birthday last week on, uh, or this uh, Sunday was my birthday. Happy birthday. Why, thank you. Um, so I took a bunch of folks out to my favorite bar for, uh, on Monday, the next day for a wing night. So mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. Got to hang out with a bunch of friends. Um, my former neighbor made me a, a entire like industrial sized, uh, container of chocolate cupcakes. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Um, and the problem is that I eat them like lots of them. So, but she knows this, she's known this for like the five years or so that we've known it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so I've got to go running. It's not, yeah. not an option. So uh, anyway, let's save, uh, save our nifty for next time. Cause that one will keep. Cool. cool. And then I, I did have a, uh, well, just real quick. I, yeah. I got a, uh, subscription to Israeli good wine. Israeli it's, good wine. I don't mm-hmm. know about that. Yes, uh, it's it's a new a new company. They've been in business for a year. I mean, it's okay. not a new concept. It's you know the wine club, but they're all Israeli wines. So, cool. I don't know that I've ever had Israeli wine. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I mean, we went to a tasting party last weekend, and we we joined and we got our wine uh, last night. So we've got some really really rich wine to to try and are these whites or reds or both it's mix so it's uh white and rosé and red cabernet and i I forget the one that we really really liked and we were hoping it was going to be in the batch and it and it was so um it's a betel uh like bethel um (laughs) and it's a it's a dark red i know i know bethel yeah (laughs) (laughs) a bethel Uh, wine Mm-hmm. Um, and it's man, it's it's rich. It said, you know, the the guy who described it said it is a wine you could you could drink with chocolate cake, and it's very, I mean, it's very good. Yeah. So last night I had I, I pretty much finished off a, a bottle of um, Apothic. Uh, oh yeah, I like that blends. I think I, I'm gonna just my my girlfriend was saying like I don't like them; they're too sweet. I'm. I'm starting to agree with her, mm-hmm. but you know, if I had had that with the, one of those chocolate cupcakes, it wouldn't have been too sweet. <laughs> no, it had been perfect. <laughs> yep. So on that note, you want to take us out? Yes. Yes, I will. So dear listener, we do want your feedback. If you'd like to discuss a particular topic or uh, discuss anything further that we have talked about, then drop us a line at www.blurringthelinespodcast.com. We have a contact us sheet and we would like to hear from you and we'll keep this ball rolling. Bingo. On that <laughs> note, I think one of us should uh, do the honors. Hit the big red button.
To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us. <laughs>